Good evening, welcome along to NUFC Matters with me, Steve Ray. That is the Fans Forum on a Monday night. Uh, we've had a week off and uh, it is a big welcome to uh, George, to Darren, to Ian, to Barry, to Kevin, to Alan and to Vince. And a big welcome back to Spenny Mag, who hasn't been on for a while. Good to see you all, chaps. And uh, as always, plenty to talk about in the next hour uh, about Newcastle United. And I guess it's a good opportunity for me, uh, the host of NUFC Matters, to be able to say to the panel tonight... Um, you know, are you are you getting a bit nervous about the transfer window? Um, you know, because there is a cross section on Twitter who seem to be, um, you know, getting rather concerned. Other people, um, like a lot of us on this platform, me, Stu, Steve, Mitch, in particular, are all saying trust the process. You know, the windows open on the first of September. I just, I guess, it's a good opportunity for us to get a cross section of. <laughs> Supporters' opinions. So, George, you feature on a few of the shows on the platform on a, on a weekly basis. But um, g- give us your view, George. Are you are you concerned at the moment that Newcastle haven't made more inroads yet, or are you uh, are you in our camp of you know what will be will be and and time will time will be the you know the, the teller. I'm, I'm with the trust the process side. Um, I've got to say, I thought Eddie House. Uh, Interview after the Gated match was masterful. He gave the press what they wanted uh, without saying very much, really. And I think behind that, there are things happening uh, off the field and, and behind the scenes that we don't know about. I'm convinced of that. And uh, like all these agents, things that's coming about out about different players, uh, I think that's where that's mostly coming from. But for me personally... I'm content that uh, by probably by the end of this week we'll we'll see a major difference, and certainly by the first of September, um, it'll be a whole different scenario. I think uh, for me, so so I'm not uh, I'm not jittery or nervous. I'm I'm just uh, happy to sit back and let it happen. It it let's face it, it's it's what we did last year. You know that we weren't going to do this, we weren't going to do that, um, and then all of a sudden uh, we had this new centre forward. That, very few people knew about yet he was uh, being hailed by by, by others uh, abroad so no i'm not uh, not nervous um, it it just the uh, um we'll, we'll get on with it you know and, and uh, it's a nice surprise when it all happens and, and i think that's how it'll happen you're on mute just realized that uh Darren, what about you are you concerned um, a little bit because I like as we were saying before we talked before about I was expecting to have one more in in by now and then anyhow what he said last season he wanted them in early didn't he um, so I, I'm not uh, starting to because I, I want players in now to get ready for the start of the season because it's not it's, it's it'll be yeah before yeah you know it'll be on three weeks four weeks time won't it. And then um, seeing Gethel running. So I don't think we need to get moving a bit quicker to just really so we're not relaxed. But it's but it is a lot of clubs well, a lot of clubs asking for too much money as well. And again, I think the PIF are just being careful what they can spend and who they can get, you know. Um so and the wages is that we need to get rid of players too before we get players in. All right, Ian, concerned? Yes or no? No, not concerned at all. I think it's um, what we always say, trust the process. Um, I think we've probably got the most important person that we needed most desperately at the end of the season, which was another quality midfielder who could, who, if Bruno got injured, he could do what Bruno does. That's what we missed when Bruno was away. Um, I think that there, there's a lot more going on. There's a lot of smoke, smoke and mirrors. Um, we will we will sign other people. I think um, what Eddie said in his interview, 
after the Gates ending match was quite poignant. Um, that we need other players, and I think that that is something that will happen. Um, the quality of what we can get, I think people are downplaying, and I think the club's downplaying how much money we've got to spend. For me, I think we've, we've got all the money we need to spend without taking the proverbial, if you want to put it that way. Um, the, we, we, will, we will sign quality players and we'll have another two or three quality players coming into the squad. But we've got to wait because we don't want to have the Mickey taken out of us. So, yeah, I'm not worried. It's, it's, it's one of them squeaky bum times, isn't it, where everyone's just got to hold the nerve. Um, and, it, and, and for me, it doesn't help that people are saying, you know, oh, we're not doing this, we're not doing that. They're doing, we, there couldn't be better people behind the scenes doing our business for us. So if we don't get players, it's because they're not the right players or they're not at the right price. And everybody said that last, if you remember last January, everyone said, we haven't done this, we haven't done that. And we didn't, we, we should have. For me, we should have got another midfielder, but we still got Champions League. Okay, Barry, you're doing uh, the research for us and, and you know making that list. It was at 198 this weekend, probably gone over to the 200 mark now. Um, you know, we're certainly not uh, in in the region of signing uh, lots of those players, are we? We've only brought in you know the two two uh, you know t yeah two which will trouble the first team anyway for now. But are you are you concerned, Barry? Are you are you getting worried yet? It's a hard one. I mean, we're up to 202, I think, on the list. I think we did pass the big 200 um, with KK, getting getting a mention. I think he was ah, almost... Hold on, hold on. Not KK. Uh, sponsored by Stu Penman, Vicha Varat Sheila. Oh. <laughs> Vicha Varat Sheila. Okay. Well, KK, yeah. He was almost number 200. I think the only thing that sort of worries you is Howe's comments, which doesn't normally thing he is but i'm saying that he wanted them in he wanted them in pre-season training he wanted to have a decent run at them get them up and running it made it sound like the the usa tour was when he wanted people in and around the squad which makes you think it's it's a bit strange that we haven't gotten it um i mean I, I was looking at the list today steve of who we've got in the squad and to be honest if if we didn't sign anybody else would it be that much of a major Clanger. No, no. The team no. we've got and how well they did last season, if we performed at the same sort of standards last season, yes, we're going to get a few injuries. Yes, we might have a couple of wobbly games where you, you're not totally up to full strength. And yes, the European games will stretch us. But we're not... You're only looking at another couple of players. A couple of players in key positions. I mean, we seem to go after mountains of left-backs, mountains of centre-halves. We've got decent centre-halves, we've got centre-halves in reserve, we've got left-backs, you've got left-backs in reserve. Yes, they not might not be world-class left-backs, but we'll do a job. If Dummett had to come in, if we got to that stage and we had no target, we had no Dan Byrne, Dummett would do a job for us. And it's it, it's it's a hard one, isn't it? Because I think what's just been said there is right. It, it shows that we're not prepared to get the mick taken out of us. The wages that people are asking for, the likes of Ian Madison who wanted however much he wanted and how much Leicester wanted, unfortunately, we couldn't do. I think you, you've just got to, it's like you said, Steve, you've got to trust the club. Um, it may be taking a little bit longer than, but it certainly looks like we're damn well trying. Um, I think. Can I just say had, as well, Barry, look at the kids yeah. who played the other day. I know it was against yeah. Gateshead, but Murphy looked quality, I thought, at yeah. centre back. You know, you know the, the likes of like. What's his name? Sorry. Miley. Yeah. Miley. Yeah. Miley, well, that ball he played through. These are quality players coming through. And so if we're struggling, we have got there are players there that can come back to, you know. You know, we've got we've got some good players now in the academy. They've spent money or small or big or whatever, but they've they brought some good players in, and I think we're uh, I think I think we're on the right tracks, and we don't have to we don't have to have absolutely smash it. We just have to keep on the upwards trajectory. I mean, that's it. I think because of the owners that we've got, everybody expects us to spend this huge whopping amount of money, 
and outspend other teams. And because of financial pay, we can't do that. We're stuck. We're, we can only do so much. Um, and just you, you've got to trust that the club's doing what's right. It's very rare but, that the current ownership gets things wrong. So I've got I've got faith in them, Steve. But Barry, okay. that financial fair play, it's worth remembering. The money we got for our position in the league is what bought the Italian. We haven't spent any other money, really. Mm-hmm. Not yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, good no. point. Jimmy, good evening. Good to see you. Uh, the Atlanta gynecologist. Um, well, and, I mean. <laughs> and dog whisperer. And dog whisperer uh, after seeing some of these uh, pictures on uh, Twitter. But yeah, Jimmy, are you getting nervous? I've, I've stuck a I've stuck a poll up in the uh, in the chat. Actually, are you worried about Newcastle's transfer window? Yes, eighteen percent. No, eighty-two percent. Give it a vote and, and let us know. But what about you, Jimmy? How do you feel? Uh, I'm not worried one bit. I figured, you know, since you had a, a Jordy Dennis on, you need a good Atlanta gynecologist. Uh, <laughs> um, no, and the list you named out with over 200 players that we've been linked with just tells me that we're, we're getting, getting whipped up into a frenzy by people that know just as little as we do. The journalists have no idea what they're talking about for the most part. Just throwing stuff out there, mostly from agents. Um, like like Mitch had mentioned before, we're in the Champions League and there's no way that PIF is going to let, you know, it's going to drop the ball right now. They're going to give us what we need. I thought Eddie's um, comments on on Saudi loaned players was kind of interesting. Would that be something that we would fall back on if we couldn't get the signings we need in? Would PIF maybe turn to some of these players in the Saudi league and maybe – loan a few to us <laughs> as a fallback, but no. I mean, we're going to get business done. Problem is, we had nothing for so long. Now that we've got a little taste of something, everyone wants instant gratification and not willing to, to see out the process. I firmly even if we didn't make another signing, I still think we would be challenging top four again next year. But we're going to bring in players, and I'm not worried about it. You guys would lose your mind if this were the NFL and you had seven months between the end of the season and the start of the season. Yeah. Could you imagine? Yeah. People would go crazy. And we'd be linked with over a thousand players. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> yeah, crazy. Okay, Vince, what's your yeah. views? All right. Hey, Alex, it's just I'm like most of else, but I just want to say, um, Jimmy, uh, the Atlanta gynecologist, do you work for private healthcare? Alex is um. Just to get added. Like, okay. Hey, no, hey, like, hey, like, hey, like hey, I say, hey, that hey, totally hey, trust. Hey, just hey, these people, like they're going off, Alex. Is it's like. It's somehow they all know how much money Newcastle's got. They're all going, oh, they can't afford him. They can't afford wages. They can't afford this. Like, it's all like, it's like talking about Madison. Were we, did we even put a bid in for him? Like, you don't even know. Like, they're just making, the, it's just, it's, it just makes me laugh. I sit there and just go, it's amazing. Like, it's, um, how they know all this information because I know nothing. Like, it's, but it's, um, like, it's, no, I'm, I'm totally, totally behind the process. They've got plans like Tenali. Nobody expected that. That's been a long, like, since they've been at that for a while to make sure that he's coming in. We didn't see any of that. Nobody heard any of that. And it's the same. Like, since that's what I keep on saying. Like, since, like since they will keep on going. And now the quality that they're going for, the standard, we want to be up there. And to be there, we've got to have quality players. And that's what they're looking at. They're, they're going for these big players. And some of them might take a little bit longer than others. Tenali came in earlier. Like, since, some of them might take a bit longer, but I'm, 
I'm totally confident in the process, totally confident. And like George said, like, says there, like, the money that we're finishing the league, that's Tonali. We ain't spent nothing yet. So, like, says, you've just got to trust what they're doing. Like, says, and Eddie Howe, like, says, like, says, it likes his, he's just like his, he's just, I think he's just, um, he likes his, he's like, he's a, he's a wizard. You know, he knows how to play the press and all that, and he knows what he's doing. Like, oh, look over there. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Yeah, that's what we're doing. And we're not. It's over there. Like, says, right. Okay. Like, I've just total faith. Like, says, absolutely. Just fully behind them. They know what they're doing. They're going for the right players. Like, says, um, Tonali again, looks like a lad. Like, he looks like he's got the right attitude. I mean, we went to AC Milan. And bought their best player. I mean, come on! If that doesn't show you what we're doing now and where we are, we're stepping it up now. Like says, so yeah, I've got total faith, total faith. Good stuff. Okay, uh, Alan, are you as uh, as happy as Vince seems to be? Oh, well, I'm massively worried. Who's going to count the ninety-five million euros for this player? It'll take them a month and a half to count the money out before we get over to the Napoli player. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all that. I think it's great. Well, I think with players two years ago, yeah. they wouldn't even dreamed about signing. Two years, we've, we've got to have the infrastructure. It just shows you how much Ashley destroyed the club. I hate mentioning him, his name again, but it has to be two old. I watched the show last night and, and Stu and Mitch were spot on. We're paying, you know, 50 million for Tenali and we're only paying 10 million per year. So FFP won't come into play. That's, I think it's massively, you know, overhyped this. By the club as well, mind, for a cover story. So I'm not worried at all. If we get two or yeah. three players in yeah. by the end of Definitely. the end of this, uh, term, it's massive. You've got to remember, lads, all the clubs above were at being at this game. And they're after the same players. How many players have we been linked with with the same clubs? Tottenham, Arsenal, Man United, all after the same players. It's harder than ever to get quality players in, and like Vince says, and the lads before us, it's going to be hard work getting these deals over the line. So I'm not worried. And I, if we get two or three players, I'm, I'm, I must admit, I would like a left back, even though we've got about 10 in the squad, and I would like a, a top striker. But you, you know what I mean, lads? Keep what cool. It's all, it's, it's like what Barry says. You've got to, and Ian says, you've got to keep your cool, man. Um, no worry. And, and like Vince says, trust the process and Jim, you know, it's it's one of them. So I'm not worried at all, lads. Okay, that's good. Spenny, welcome back, mate. As I said at the top of the show, good to see you on the show, mate. Are you are you, are you a bit concerned, Spenny? Or uh, are you pretty much like the, the panel seems to be uh, trusting the process? Oh, no, definitely no. But he's The players we have already got. Not after the yeah, sounds a little bit dodgy, Spenny. Have you got your mic? Have you got your mic somewhere? Which um, maybe you might pick your phone, pick your phone up. It just sounds a bit off. Here is now, mate. Perfect. Yes. Right. At the end of the day, it's a no because the moment at the time these transfer window, it's we're going for upgrade of our players, and the upgrade of these players is going to be hard to find. Because you're talking about the team last season, they beat should have beaten Man City twice. They should have beat Liverpool away. They should have beaten Arsenal away. These and Man City is the best in Europe. So yeah. you look at this way, this lads here who we've got in this team, and whoever we get in, is going to be an upgrade of them. So you're talking 60, 70 million. These 60, 70 million deals take a long time. Also, the Tulani deal, like George said earlier. This was made from from the the money the made the club made. It's not from Saudi money pumped in to get transfers from PIF or wherever it's coming from. It's from what the, the club made last season in the, getting a position in the league, the TV revenue, and everything else. Just you just got to trust what they're doing. They know what they're doing. And the year that Eddie House's remarks at uh, the match he had said, he said exactly the same. The last three windows, the same speech. We need players in. We need them in now. It's the same thing. After after it's pitch perfect what he said in the last three windows. Don't worry, lads. We'll get somebody in. I can see another two coming in by next week. Easy. Okay, but a competence there from Spenny, Kevin. Not worried at all. 
to be honest. Um, again, the trust the process, not the outcome. The outcome will come after the process is done. Um, so, again, but in my opinion, to keep it short, I don't think the club wanted to have the pants pulled down um, and just being rash and taking risk, risk heavy decisions, essentially. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm not worried about it. Yeah, you can look into the free agent loan market if, any, if it all goes belly up, essentially, and, and see what that market looks like further down the road. But I think as of now, it's, you know, talking to these players, talking whoever it is. Again, we don't know. I've said this a lot all, all the while. It's like, who, who they're actually talking to? I don't know. You don't know. And nobody knows. So, again, we'll just have to see what where the, the plane literally lands and who, who actually comes through the door and just trust Dan Ashworth with his scouting team and Steve Nixon's scouting team to see what players they actually need. They know what they want. I mean, we know what we need, but at the same time, it's, it's essentially it's up to them. May they, they make them big decisions to take the club forward. Um, you know, hopefully we're going to maybe one, maybe two agree with spending one or two, bef- maybe, well, not before we go fly over here to the US because they fly out Tuesday. So that might be a little bit of a time sensitive matter, but hopefully a couple within there by the end of this week, really, that would be, be more positive, in my opinion. But if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen, then we'll see what happens. You know, it's a week by week thing, day by day. It could change all tomorrow, and we'll, be, we'll not be talking about it anymore. Yeah, it's uh, it's it can be frustrating at times, but you know, let's remember. Um, final word on this today is that the transfer windows open till the first of September. Yes, it'll be frustrating, Freddie Howe, if you can't get players through the door before the big kickoff. But the uh, the penultimate week is always the week where things start to happen, and this build up to where. Pre-season is always very difficult as well. You know, there's agents, there's journalists, there's footballers, everybody in the mix can be putting a story out here and there. But I think what we've got to remember is Newcastle United are, are a different beast these days. And we've already made, I think it was Vince, you know, put put the point across very well that we've already just signed AC Milan's best player, um, you know, for, for, a, for a record fee. And from our perspective... That's a great signing. We've signed one of the best youngsters and loaned him out to Feyenoord, and he finds himself already in the first team at Feyenoord. Um, so yeah, it will be interesting. Somebody in the in the chat did ask about Garen Qual. No news on him at the moment, but he is going back out on loan. So no surprise not to see him uh, to see him not involved at Gateshead, and and I wouldn't panic that he hasn't been involved with the under twenty ones. He is going to go back out on loan, not to Hearts. Would imagine it's going to be somewhere where he's got more of a chance of getting a game, maybe like a Bristol, like, you know, Elliot Anderson uh, benefited from, somewhere like that. So, yeah, uh, don't panic that you haven't seen him. Uh, certainly no news from the club that he's injured or anything. So, one would imagine they're just going to uh, get a loan deal and sort that out ASAP. OK, we're coming up towards uh, halfway through the show. I'll play the ads now. We'll be back after this. Big thanks to all our sponsors. Skips and Bins, telephone 0800 2545 Email inquiries at skipsandbins.com. Website skipsandbins.com. Easy contract free and pay-as-you-go waste collection. Thanks also to Mr. Vicky Sources, Handmade in Cumbria. If you want to order some, then you can go to their website, mrvickies.co.uk or telephone 01768 Thanks also to New Workwear. Uh, they were set up in 2018 and they are an agile and dedicated workwear provider you can find them at their website newworkwear.com thanks to media arts as well for all the help with the video side of things if you want to subscribe to the channel hit the subscribe button under this video hit the thumb up to like the video and click share to share to your other social media we're also available as a podcast on your podcast provider such as itunes and spotify if you'd like to take out a cult membership which means you get a cup a pen, a membership card, a scarf, an entry into the monthly draw, and put your smartphone over this QR code now. It'll take you straight to the site. You can set up and pay a one-off fee of £25. Alternatively, go to nufcmatters.com and check for membership. If you're a subscriber, you can apply for a free car sticker. Just email john at nufcmatters.com to claim yours today. The new Shearer raffle is up and running, 150 tickets, a pound a ticket to win a limited edition Alan Shearer signed ball. Enter now at nufcmatters.com. We've got a couple of events coming up. Newcastle United question and answer live 
with Liam Kennedy, Jordan Cronin and Dominic Skur from Newcastle World and the Shields Gazette. In association with NUFC Matters, takes place at the Tyneside Irish Centre, 11th of August at 7pm and tickets are a fiver. Christmas event will be with Frank Clark and John Gibson, Thursday, December the 7th at the Tyneside Irish Centre. Tickets are £15 from NUFCMatters.com. And Waddle, Keegan and Beardsley, the class of 84, with special guests, takes place at the Tyne Theatre and Opera House on Westcote Road in Newcastle on Thursday, January the 25th. Tickets are available direct from the theatre, 0844-249100 or go to the website for further details. And don't forget, starting on the 7th of August, you will be able to hear myself, Steve Wraith, on the Northeast Footy Breakfast. Uh, this comes to you in association with the Tune Radio. 7 o'clock till 9 o'clock, five days a week. Check out the Facebook for more details. Okay, a uh, question in from Paul Tune. He says, question for you guys. Out of the Cartel 6 and us, which manager do you think will be sacked first? Kevin, do you want to go first on this one? Yeah, I'll take a stab at it. I think Jurgen Klopp's uh, my Head, head might be on the chopping block first and or the Tottenham manager if he doesn't hit the ground running um, Postasoglu whatever he's called I think he, he might be in a bit of a bit of a danger because I don't know I haven't seen how he plays I don't know what the style of football he plays but I think with the seasons both had I think they need to hit the ground running and if they don't I think it'll be either or or both Okay Spenny <laughs> Any of the uh, top six? Do you think? The, do you think any of the top six managers will be on the uh, the chopping block, or do you think? Uh, or do you think that they're all safe? What What's your thoughts? Klopp's an interesting one. I think Spurs will be the manager will be the first to go. I can't even believe that they're even Spurs' appointment. I think it just it's there for disaster myself. Interesting. Okay, Postecoglou's the uh, the man who I think a lot of people feel might go. Alan. Well. As you know, lads, I go on a lot of uh, podcasts and from different clubs, and they reckon Eddie Hill. Honestly, uh, a lot of them think after 12 months, if we don't make top four again, that uh, Eddie Hill will be the one that will go through. But I agree with Kevin and uh, Spenny Mann. I, I think the Spurs manager is probably side favourite of the six to go. But uh, I don't think any of them will go, really, lads, to be honest, for this season anyway. But I think Klopp is under immense pressure, I mean, lads, if he doesn't make top four this season. And I'm praying that Liverpool don't make top four because a lot of them players will be thinking, have we joined the wrong club? I've mentioned it before a few weeks ago, I think. If Liverpool don't make top four, a lot of players that have joined in the last few years will be wondering if, they, if they've joined the right club. So I think Spurs and Liverpool, like Kevin said, to be honest, and Spenny Mark, Spurs for me. Okay. Podcast you've gone on because I'm going to be watching him. Honestly, the Liverpool fans are the worst. They're convinced if Eddie Howe doesn't make top four, they are a good manager, but he won't make the grade. So, what what fans from other clubs and everybody says that if Eddie Howe doesn't make it, what they're saying is no English manager is good enough. That's what they're saying in my eyes, uh -huh. my opinion. No English manager is good enough to make, win the yeah. Premier League. That's what they're saying now. Tell me they've been dips and bins, man. <laughs> Jimmy, what about you? Top six manager. Could you see one of them going first? As a lifelong Red Sox fan over here in the States, John Henry has a really itchy trigger finger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. if Klopp doesn't get Champions League, there's going to be immense pressure on him. And I really don't think – I don't think he's enjoying his time in the Premier League as much these no. days. I think he just if – a, if a big job came open back in Germany, let's say a Dortmund, I think he'd run back to there be, just because of the, how, the financial, how the financials work over there. Um. I think he's really getting a little disenchanted with the Premier League, and John Henry isn't patient. So I could I, I could easily see the first, him being the first to go, whether it's by firing or you know mutual consent. Okay, Vince. 
Yeah, I have to agree with like um, I'm a bit shocked about Eddie Howe there, but uh, I kind of stumped us there. <laughs> I'm going to see that. But, um, well, Eddie, Howe, Eddie, Howe's, Eddie Howe's in the mix, if you, if you think about it. I mean, you know, a lot of people would never have thought Newcastle fans would turn against Bob, um, Sir Bobby Robson, but they did, um, you know, no, uh, yeah. for, for yeah. the heinous crime of finishing in the top five. So, no, you know, no. I mean, you know, yeah, terrible. but, but this, is what, this is what could happen. You, mm. It could happen, you know, mm. but look. Anybody else in the mix? Do you think Postecoglou is the the guy? Or? No, like I've like I've like I've said, like says Tottenham's got a really nice uh, stadium for the championship. Like says, um, <laughs> like says, I think like says, yeah, I kind of see. I, they keep on going on about like says what well, they saying. Oh, Tottenham will come back this season. Chelsea will come back this season. Blah, blah, blah. There's no guarantee. Like Tottenham, like says, if if Kane doesn't stay, they've got to police the twenty or thirty goals he scores. A season, are they going to do that? I doubt it. I cannot see. I cannot see that that happening. I think they're going to struggle again. Like is Chelsea, yeah, get them potches come in, but are them players going to like mix and play as a team? They didn't last. They didn't manage last season. I know Terry Manchester, but like is there is no guarantee that that is going to happen. That is going to work. Like is and like says people say Klopp, Liverpool, like is. You can see he's getting stressed, shouting all the time, constantly blaming Newcastle for everything and anything. Like says, um, yeah, he just uh, like says, it could, it could be like says, yeah, he gets stressed, not doing well. Like says, <laughs> if he just if he if they don't start kicking in, I don't think season beginning like they did last season, then you could possibly see him. Hmm? Yeah, club could be in the mix as well. So yeah, it's. Lexis, like um, for me, yeah, Lexis, it could be. I think Lexis, yeah, you're looking at possibly Pos- probably the favourite, but uh, yeah, but Lexis, um, anyhow, I think like the process, what they're trying to do here and building, and they want to build it round, like, and what Howe's doing in that, Lexis, is just fantastic. So it'll take a lot, I think, but Lexis, but um, no, I've got Lexis, yeah, bye bye, bye bye, Tottenham, bye bye. <laughs> okay, Barry. I'm, I'm torn because I think it, it depends on what happens. I think for me, I would be concerned at Chelsea. I think the guy who's running Chelsea is a complete nagger. And if they have a bad start the season mm. and there's there's two in and from between Pochettino and him, I'd, I'd, I don't know if he would walk. Um, and there'll be no, no, uh, no surprises there. And the other one, I think, is Arsenal. And I don't think it'll be the case he's sacked. I think he's he's already been mentioned a couple of times to the PSG job. And if PSG had a bad start, which they weren't particularly great last season with all the crap they've got going on with players going out and Mbappe and everything else, I wouldn't be surprised if PSG didn't come in for Arteta again. I wouldn't be surprised. And I think if Arsenal don't get off to a great start, there's a lot of pressure on them as well. I think you might do a runner, but... <laughs> I think it's it's going to be very very interesting, and it's no longer the top six, is it? It's um, now it's the top eight because I think the same with Villa. I think Villa will be under pressure on how they performed last season. He's got to try and recreate that. They're spending money and they've got to uh, move on. But I would have thought, bloody hell, Eddie Howe's got to be the bottom of the eight potentially to get sacked. You know, we're we're two or three years ahead of where we should be. He should at least have those two years leeway to get us to where we want to be before anybody starts having a Gordon. But like you say, Steve, who would have thought Sir Bobby would have gotten brief? And the guy was an absolute legend. Yeah. Okay, Ian. Uh, if there's any pressure on Eddie O this season for not finishing in the top eight, I think it'd be a flipping disgrace. And let's put it politely. Um. We like Barry said, we're two years ahead of where we should be. We've got a lot more games, um, minimum of forty-six games, and that's if we get knocked out of everything at the first stage, which we won't do. You know, and um, we've performed way above expectations last year. Um, he's improved players unbelievably, so, and and that's what he does. So, you know, I, I I would say, I know it might be controversial, but I would take us not even qualifying for Europe next season, but bringing in good players and bringing on the players we've got. I don't think that'll happen. I can't see that happening. But but I, I, Eddie Howe, to me, is the man to take Newcastle forward. I really do believe that. 
Um, and if anyone turns against him, for me, they're not really Newcastle fans. They're Muppets. You know, he, for what for what he's done, he deserves he deserves um, at least another two seasons to to mould a team together and to make a team. And he's and that's what he's done. He's not made a group of players better. He's made a team of players play as a team, which we've never had for years. Um, if you want to ask us who's going to get sacked, I would imagine, unfortunately, it's probably going to be the Aussie. Um, because I don't think any you don't get the lickings of a dog for Tottenham because of the people who are in charge there. It's uh, it's probably as um, apart from the fact that they've got a, they're a great business, they've got a great stadium. They're probably in as much turmoil on the football field as we were under the fat Cockney person, you know. <laughs> 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 Don't like to swear on yours, Steve. Yeah, that's fair <laughs> but, enough. Uh, you know, no, no, but I think that anybody, anybody who turns on Eddie O for me is not a tomb fan. Definitely not. How long would you give him, Ian? I, I, I was going to I'll give, give him three seasons out. from now. The question because it took three seasons for Keegan to not yeah. the challenge for the title in the 90s. We finished third, fifth, and sixth, and then we went for the title. So it took them three full seasons, then on the fourth one. And I was going to say to the lads, you know, in the back of your minds, how long do you give Eddie Hill? Mm-hmm. You know, the, prob- the problem is, Alan, the problem is, Alan, that it's it's a different it's a different era now, isn't it? And it's and, and, and it's the, the added bonus for, for us that we've got we've got super rich owners. Um however, we are hamstrung by financial fair play. And I think that's I think point. that's that's got to come. That's got to come into yeah. a lot of people's thoughts. It has. Yeah. Let's let's finish up. Let's let's finish up with Darren and, and George's views on, on who the thing might go. But that's an interesting one, Alan. I'll I'll come back to that. Darren, your your take. Any of the top six? Do you think uh, you know potentially going to walk the plank early doors this season? Um, probably cloth and pots in the tunnel manager. If they don't get if they're a good start, but like I I can agree with um Ian there like. Eddie Howe doesn't even finish in the top eight. People will be saying, sack him and sack him. They're not football fans because what we, were, we all know last season, we overachieved massively. And, but we're, we're, they all merit and get us wrong. Even you yeah. didn't believe it, Darren. I know, I know, but I'm a fo- I, I, I didn't believe it. But, but, but I still don't think he does. I know, I've got I paid for the five hundred Champions League ticket the other day. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, like, if, if we don't finish in, in the top eight, or I just hope people don't, don't yeah. come on and all well, suck it because he's useless. He's not useless. He's a clever manager. It'll take at least another like two years just to just to get in the top four, top five to, to compete with them. Yeah. Okay, George. Well, oh, I think the. I think the lads have got it nailed. I think Klopp's got to be in there because he's uh, he, he he makes his mouth go. And as uh, as uh, uh, a friend from the state said, Henry isn't the man that takes that sort of thing. Uh, he, he he would he, he sooner or later the two will will clash, and that'll be the end of that. It'll it'll be gone by mutual consent, I suspect. Um, Postlog Lou or whatever they call him. What you need to remember, lads, is the last five jobs he's had, every every job he's had, the press, the pundits have all said, oh, him, he's bloody awful. And he's gone on and won things. So uh, be careful, be careful. But I do think in Tottenham it's different, because not because of anything other than Levy. How people work for that man, I don't know. You know, it's it just uh, beggars belief the way he, he, he seems to run the thing. Uh, from up there without nothing going down to the manager until it's too late by the look of things. So, yeah, um, Liverpool and Tottenham are, the, are my favourites as well. All right, George, uh, start off with this one. Alan's asked the question, how long would you give Eddie Howe? I, I don't expect you to uh, anybody to say, well, he's got to go if we don't do well this season. But, George, I mean, you know, 2025 is a suggestion in the chat. I'm just trying to find the uh, the comment now by uh, would-be farmer. There you go. Agree Howe's report card, as he calls it, shouldn't be viewed until 2025 uh, in... <laughs> 
June unless he is caught drunk with sheep or something, which is an interesting. <laughs> it's an interesting suggestion, would be farmer. Uh, I presume it's your yeah, farming experience then. made you suggest Not that. Not even then. Um, <laughs> or his first day. He's barking up the wrong tree. But anyway, 2020, <laughs> 20, 2025. Okay, that's that's a couple of years time, George. So yeah. that would that would fit into that remit of giving him a couple of years grace yeah. for what he's done. If at the end of two years we haven't been knocking on the door, but I'm not saying winning things, but we haven't been knocking on the door of some of the cups or other things and still battling away at the top top four, um, then he's in danger. But uh, I can't see that happening. Um, I, I, I take confidence out the gates at game. I, I, just an example. Young Elliot Anderson in that game, when it was all going wrong, I was looking for Richie or one of the senior players to take charge. And who took charge? Young Elliot Anderson. Yeah. He played the three different positions, controlled the game after that, and, and we, were, we were back in it. So if they can do that with him and, and others, and it was interesting to see how the other kids fitted in straight away. So, no, two years at least for Eddie, Eddie Howe before we even need to think about it. Yeah, and Andy, uh, it's, a, it's a point that Alan brought up. I'm sure you've been watching the show anyway, but it's, it's a point that he brought up because... Believe it or not, people will suggest it. It will come. You've yeah, got to be ready for yeah. this. That if yeah. Newcastle yeah. find themselves, Newcastle finds themselves eighth coming up to Christmas and out of the uh, out of the League Cup, which they got to the final of last season, and struggling in the Champions League. I'm afraid there will be certain certain supporters who will call for how, and we need to replace them with somebody more experienced. It's a hype. That way, Steve. Will the owners think that way as well? The possibly, well, possibly you yeah. just don't know. I mean, it depends on it depends on whether they think we've overachieved or whether they think, well, this is where we need to be and we're we're going to do it. It's it's such a it's such a fine balance. I mean, before I ask Darren the same question, would you give him a couple of years, Darren? You know, if if we have an average season this season, my my view is the biggest risk to Eddie Howe leaving is is England. I genuinely think the England job would come calling for Eddie Howe before we decided to get rid of him. I think he'll still do a fantastic job. But, Darren, what about you? I think another three years, if it takes at least five years for a manager yeah. to get his his, his squad in. Now, this day and age, Steve, you kind of suck a manager and then expect to win the champion, champions to premiership in the next two years. Because manager, when a manager comes in, he at least, at least takes four or five years to build his squad get his players in in the future which which is starting to do already it's, it, it, it's a project as we keep on saying so to me I'll, three years for me really help and that, you answer the England I, I did an interview last year I believe he says he that's later on in life when he's older at the, at the minute what I'll be coaching and um, doing a part-time England job that's I can I heard him say that yeah okay Ian, um, he's got to be given a bit more time, hasn't he? I mean, and, and you know, I, I, I personally think that Eddie Howe will continue in the same vein. Uh, yeah, there'll be a few bumps in the road. There always are um, as a football fan, not just a Newcastle fan. But yeah, I, I think I think Eddie's got to be given a chance and, and given the opportunity to operate in a transfer window where he's not strung with, with financial fair play. Oh, you're on mute, uh, Ian. Sorry. Let's be honest, um, he's, everything he's done up to now has been on a tight budget. When you look at the players that he's improved, you know, you look at like Joe Linton, every one of you probably would have would have got rid of Joe Linton for 10 million, not a few seasons ago. Um, you look at what he's done with Murphy, you look at what he's done with Miggy, you look at across the whole team, Across the whole squad, he's made all of them better. And these are now squad players. They might not be going forward first-team players, but they'll be in the 25-man squad and they'll be integral to what we do going forward. Um, if we, because he has one shit season, decided to get rid of him, it would be the biggest mistake the club's ever made for me. He improves players and um, he's a he's a... He's obviously, a, for me, I don't know whether I'm looking at it with Eddie O tinted glasses, but he's a lovely person. 
everybody around the club likes him, and he's and all he does is think Newcastle United. That's all he's about. So why would you get rid of him? Who who better? Can any of you say who better would you would you get in than him now? You know, because I couldn't say if it's a, a person. Even if you said Pep Guardiola, for me, it's like Pep's transient. It feels to me that Eddie Howe is meant to be here. Let's give him time. I'd give him five years. And if we give him five years and give us time to build up the um, the sponsorship money, you know, all the, all the money that's going to come in from all the different areas, um, he will be successful because... The one thing he does is he tries and he builds a team. And the team we've got there is flipping brilliant. You know, like I look around and I was even looking, you know, down um, the other day at Gateshead, the, 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 the coaching staff, how much they cared. You know, it, it was a nothing match, but they were they were not very happy. I'm trying not to swear here. I've had a few beers. <laughs> they, weren't, they weren't very happy, you know. Um, and then the kids came on, and then you see the the, the the kids who were coming through. You know, Lewis Miley, that ball that he played through. Like my, I, I would not. I'll tell you now, I would not loan Miley out. Never. No. I would keep him no. with us this no. season. Yeah, and you see Anderson taking. Anderson was the best player on the pitch with a with by a country mile. You know. Maxi was decent. Do we get rid of Maxi? Yeah, people say you get money for him. Do we need to get rid of him? That's that's up to the people with the money. But I think that anyway, it's by the by. Going back, I would not. I would not get rid of Eddie Howe. I would give him five years because the worst thing you can do is you can be a Chelsea, just sack every manager, sack him off because yeah. they don't do it for one season. Yeah. We've, we've had we've had nothing. I knew he swore again. We've had nothing for like fifteen seasons. We've had the best season we've ever had. If we come eighth next season, is it the end of the world? No. Build on it. Build a um, a proper team. Build the mentality that we've got. The the fans, all the proper all proper Newcastle fans are behind Eddie O. And anyone who isn't. Is so I'll, yeah. I'll, let, I'll let I'll let I'll let I'll let Barry say what they are. Go on, and Barry, what's your views? Anyhow, <laughs> I mean, a lot of a lot of people in the chat saying exactly, you know, if if, if we got rid of how it would be crazy. Uh, every English, you know, just saying, if NUFC got rid of how, says Gary, it would change the blueprint of how we play. Top managers have bought their team. Eddie Howe's made his team from what looked like a team of losers when he arrived. Um, change how anytime soon, in my opinion. Half our team gets worse, says JB. Uh, lots of people agree with what Ian said. So yeah, Barry. I mean, it, it, it's not it's not that we're saying that it's possible. We're just we're just you know we're just saying that you know Alan Alan made the point, and Alan often brings up things like this on a Monday, which 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 are great. You know, it, it, it's a, that's what the the fans forum is all about. It's about a debate. What what's your view? I mean, it's it, you, you look at how he's what he's forty five year old. He's got years to go if he wanted to take the England job. I don't think there's any particular rush in that. I think England's need is more than Howe's need to have their job. Um, the difference with them is he's not creating a team. He's helping to create a club. With mm -hmm. the owners, yeah. it's it's a bigger yeah. picture. Mm -hmm. He's building, the, he's helping to build the club back up to where it should be. Like we've said a few times, he's, he's not just creating the first team. He's creating the young'uns. He's creating... The structure all the way through the academies helping to do that. You know, he's setting things in place. So, like George has said before, so everybody at the club plays the same way, they plays the same style, that it's it's gonna work all the way through. Why why would Eddie Howe his his best skill for me? We've now as a club got all the people or getting the people in the right places to buy players, to scout players, to search for different areas. Howe's job is to train and coach the players to their best possible ability. Would he be able to do that in England? No. No. He would see them once in a blue moon 
called mm-hmm. up for a particularly friendly or a tournament or whatever, he wouldn't have that day-to-day contact with the players. That is what Howe does best. We've seen it. The guys have said it over and over again. He, he gets a player. He builds their confidence. He gets the best out of them. Why Why would he want to give that? I don't believe for a minute Howe would, get, would give that away. And I think the difference now with, with the owners that we've got, it's their first manager in the club since they've owned the club. I think they're going to be prepared to give him that chance to do things his way. Yes, there's going to be pressure to succeed, but they, like everything else I've said, Steve, there'll be a plan for where they want us to get this season, where they want us to get next season, what we've got to do to build on it and what they accept. And it's just, God God forbid to have any plans, anybody starts slagging how off, because at the minute, he's un- for me, he's untouchable. Where he's brought us to in the short time he has, he's absolutely untouchable. Not since Keegan have I just said, let the guy get on with it and just do what he wants. Because I trust Correct. Them. Well said, Barry. Mm-hmm. Okay, Vince. Yeah, just like said, like said, um, I mean, again, I'm making the crowd. I can't believe we're talking about it, but I'm not surprised <laughs> Mr. Positive brought it up. Lexis, <laughs> but uh, no, Lexis, yeah. Eddie Howe is part of this process. They, like, they, they looked for the manager and they got, they went for Eddie Howe. They, they looked at him and seen what they needed. And like, since when, when I first was, I was watching all the games they're doing, you could see the little improvements everywhere. People were still winning. Oh, we're not fully winning games. But you could see the team getting fitter, getting faster, getting just like, since charging, working better. And, so, and you could see it growing and growing and growing. Like, since this like he knows what he's doing and he's already he's already said that he's come out and said we asked him with england he says no i want to be i want to be full time i want to be doing that that's kind of like it's just part-time it's not interesting and like he says he's a young man he's 45 good looking just like me like says um so like says so she's got plenty of years in him <laughs> you know what i mean Keane, like, says, so. said that didn't he kevin Keane said that yeah England because his his motto was deal, deal with the players and he never liked the england job did he yeah, no, no, exactly, exactly. But like it says, Eddie's part of this process. Yeah, like says, like it says, given, given the time, given the five years, what he's done in a short period is just absolutely astounding. It is like says, and um, he's already said his his family are becoming Geordies, so just uh, there, they're all feeding in everything. He's he's got like says he he's come here and he's got it. He's got the fans. He understands the area. Like says who like says like says who can you think of? Would replace him, and like says the damage it would probably do. So no, I think I think the owners like have seen Eddie, seen what he's done, have faith in him. As like says, we all have faith in the process. They have faith in him, and like says, yeah, I can see it. I can see him going for a while. Yeah. Well, one thing Alan's topic of conversation tonight has done is uh, show that everyone is still very much uh, behind Eddie Howe and in the Eddie Howe fan club. Jimmy. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we're not going to suddenly fall out of love with Eddie Howe, are we? Uh, whether we're management. Um, whether we're, you know, whether we're fans, people, people are going to have to give him a bit of, a bit of time, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, he's got a free hit until for a couple of years. The real pressure will come when, when we get our financials in order and get rid of these bad contracts and start bringing in. Yeah, uh, get to a point to where we don't have to fight other teams for players. And once that happens, then I think you'll be scrutinized a little more by the by the ownership. But right now, they realize that I mean he's he's basically made chicken salad out of chicken, you know what? <laughs> With a lot of yeah. these players that we have on the team, and so at least a couple of years, he's safe. But like you say, who else is out? Who else is out there? Yeah. Okay. Alan, else? Alan, you started this conversation. Well, it's five years for me, lads, with FFP. Uh, five years, like Darren said, in the lads before us. I only bring it up, Vince, because, like I see it, it's funny. I watch different mags, and the pressure from the national press and opposing okay. fans. The thing that Eddie Howe has done for me, which I'm so proud about, is. Every time, every opposing fan, when they say we're playing Newcastle next week at St James's Park, they're frightened silly. Also, oh, yeah. no matter yeah. what, every fan from the top clubs downwards, 
Instead of fourteen years prior to that, we've got a great chance for three points. Every podcast, they'll all say, that's going to be a tough game. And that's what Eddie Howe's done already in the 18 month, made Newcastle United and St. James's Park a focus. I only bring it up, lads, and that's why I go on these podcasts, Benny. Oh. See what the enemies think of us. It's all right having a, blink, a black and white view, but Eddie Howe's saved for me for five years to make them build up a team to try and win the Premier League title. At the end of the day, lads, it's not just about us. It's it's about the owners and what they want as well. Yeah. My first question, lads, about the pressure of, you know, like getting the players in and wanting success and why why aren't we signing players to get the number one where it's going to take a lot longer with FFP rules and four chief than the Man City and Chelsea's in the past. So I give them five years easy before I even think about wanting to change the manager. Unless Eddie Howe, of course, wants to go himself, mate. Okay, Spenny. Well, you've got to think yourself, why was Eddie Howe employed by the club? Because he was in with the project. The project is six years and building on. And Amanda's turned around and said she hopes she wants we will win the league in six or seven years. We're above the project at the moment. So, yes, he's got that little lightweight. I can see him here being here for life, to be honest, the way he's going on. If he wins the trophy, and we haven't won a trophy for so long in the next couple of years, he'll have a statue outside. Put it this way. Also, the England job, no way anyhow will be ingested in the England job. He's a 14 hour, hour bloke working. England job is maybe once or twice a week. I'm going watching football games. Do you see Eddie Howe doing that? Being a workaholic he is? No. No way. No. He's in that project there. He's being employed in that project because he's a young manager who has the same ideas as the owners have. Progress. Well said. Well said. Okay, Kevin, finishing off on this. I'll completely agree with everybody. However... I'll throw this one in. By the end of the 25-26 year or that season, if he hasn't won something, I think he, that's the decision of the board, of the, the ownership. That's the decision when it will be made, whether do you carry on with him or not. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, because ultimately, as the owners have said, and as we want, it's all about lifting trophies at the end of the day. Um, yes, England's not for him. Agree with Spenny. He's a 14-hour-a-day work, workaholic and... Um, all of that sort of stuff, and it, it, he's, he's even come out and said he doesn't want to do the England job. Yes, if he gets it, it'll be a great honour and a pleasure. Like any Englishman would love to, you know, coach England or whatever, but it's not for him. But again, I think with the, what, seven, eight windows that he'll have by the end of that season or so, give or take or whatever, I haven't really done the math, I just jotted a few numbers down. So it's around about in seven, eight windows. If he hasn't won something by the end of the 25, 26 season, then he might have to start ask. Also, I'd like to point out as well. Sorry to interrupt them. Arsenal, Chelsea, man, you're there in the state they are because they keep changing the managers. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And again, it's Chelsea. Spenny, Chelsea. Yeah. Again, it's it's this process. We've just got to let him. Again, he's one of the best coaches in the country. And for me, and outside of Pep, he's he's next level. But again, it's the win the business of winning things. And that's what he needs to do. Um, Look at Man City as well and Chelsea when they got took over. How long did it take them to get a trophy? How long yeah. did they get taken that? That's yeah. Oh, yeah. time tells to get the right no. label in. Yeah, change doesn't always change doesn't always work out, guys, and and that's uh, that's worth a lesson worth learning for for any football club owner. The hour has been and gone, uh, been an absolute pleasure. Uh, thanks to Kevin, to Spenny, to Alan, uh, to uh, to Jimmy, to Barry, to Ian. To Darren, to George, and to Vince, and everybody in the chat, all the uh, moderators as well. I'm back one o'clock tomorrow afternoon with Ross Gregory. Look forward to seeing you all then. Take care, guys. We still do seven NUFC Matters show a week for free. But if you want to help support NUFC Matters, then there are a few ways of doing it. Hit the like button on each live broadcast and video. This helps the channel grow. Hit the subscribe button and select the all notifications bell so you don't miss a single show. If you want to help us financially, 
then you can join the channel using this button with the membership starting at $1.99 a month. Or you can drop us a donation in the chat using a super sticker. We're also looking for sponsors. If you'd like your brand advertised on the flies for the show and featured during the ad break, then email john at nufcmatters.com to arrange today. Thank you.